Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of Forward Talks, a podcast hosted by the Forward Incubator. To all of you that are still unfamiliar with Forward and what we do, we are a startup incubator from the Netherlands, and we support newcomers to start their own business. With me today is Rua, an artist from Syria, and we are going to talk about her business in the Netherlands how her childhood in Syria influenced her business idea, and some of the challenges and successes she already faced. Welcome, Rua. Hey, welcome. Thanks for inviting me for this wonderful talk. Uh, well, you're very welcome. Um, how are you? Uh, I'm good. It's, uh, it's raining again here in Holland, but it's great. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's uh, a constant situation that everybody is facing that uh, lives in the Netherlands. But you get used to it after a while, don't you? Yeah, so I live here actually almost four years and a half. And uh, yeah, I like it, actually. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I definitely struggle with the rain sometimes, but it's good to hear that there are also fans of the Dutch weather. All right, Rua, let's uh, talk a little bit about you. Um, you are one of our alumni entrepreneurs. Can you tell us a little bit about the business that you founded and that you're currently running? Uh, yeah, I started my own business a year ago. It's a sustainable uh, workshop for kids and adults and designing uh, eco-friendly uh, products. Uh, Uh, it's like um, uh, how to educate the people about how important to take care of our environment and how we can do that through using uh, eco-friendly materials every day. Interesting. And how does a usual workshop look when you run it? What can your customers expect when they go into a workshop with you? Uh, First of all, actually, the goal of my company is not using computers and laptops and phones. And you know how crazy we are using that. So mm -hmm. like kids or adults, when they wake up, actually, they start check the Internet and do a lot of things in the social media, too. So, yeah. that, so when they came to my workshop, is they using their hand again and they give like a break their mind you for this crazy social medias and internet and everything so first is they connect with their self again uh, they know about how amazing environment and natural color dyeing is they learn about a new technique and how they can create amazing colors from each plant or fruit or vegetables and they mm -hmm. meet new friends Uh, in the end, they make something nice for themselves to remind them about this workshop. It's amazing. As somebody that um, I myself am really into the topic of sustainability, I think you're doing amazing work teaching people about materials that are more sustainable. Thanks. And um, while we were preparing for this podcast, you also told me that your childhood in Syria actually influenced your business idea quite a lot. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. It's, uh, uh, 
Uh, actually, when you ask me this question, I start have a smile in my face. It's amazing memory, actually. Uh, I live in a small city, not big city, and uh, and in this city, always there's around houses field. Um, mm. So it was amazing, and my favorite game when I was young, like with my friends, to go to the field, to play there. So we always connect with the uh, natural a lot, and. Mm. Um, it was like I uh, collect a lot of like plants and flowers. So I always play to draw in the wall in my house with these flowers. So I figure out, oh, my God, it's like each one gives different colors. And I remember actually my hand is full with these plants. Um, <laughs> it's it's so interesting, actually, how I came to here and unfold in love with natural color dye. And without noticing that, like, yeah, I was. I loved that when I was young, and now I start to remember, oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> and you can do more about that. And you also told me how your mom would get really upset <laughs> when she had to clean up the walls that you were oh, painting yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, it's, the thing is, although she make like, why I don't have to not do that, and how it's difficult for her to clean this, but... Mm. I will not lie. I always did that. It's so amazing how you can draw <laughs> and use something like you. Yeah, it's like just collecting plants and flowers and draw it in the wall. And my mom always got crazy about that. She went crazy because she had to clean it up. <laughs> yeah. And now you are in the Netherlands. You are running workshops to raise awareness of natural dyeing methods. And... Um, you said you have been running this business for a year. Can you tell us a little bit about the challenges that you faced along the way? Um, first of all, is uh, is a new country for me. Um, it's like different culture or different like a way how they think about business. So about they think about the taxes, how to run a business is so different. So this is the first thing I had it, but. Uh, then you learn from like, you, when you try, you will learn and you sort you sure you ask about, you ask around you. Mm. Uh, but the most challenges actually I have it is to build the trust between me and my customer. Because if you Google me, I'm still young business. So you will see a little bit about my business or about the work. I, I also I work in another company as a natural advisor, so they can see what I'm doing there. But still, it's not uh, building trust enough for me. So this is the big, actually, challenges I have it here. Yeah, so it's kind of the challenge of being a small business owner yeah. combined with the challenge of being a newcomer. It's, yeah. it's double. Yeah, it's a double. It's young business, which give it a lot of challenges to build the trust. And the second is I'm not European or I'm not local. So also mm -hmm. how they can trust me because I came outside the country, how they can trust my knowledge and my experience. And I can, I can add something for them. So also two things. Do you have a specific memory in mind where you realized during a workshop or before a workshop that you had to build trust with your customers? Yeah, it uh, once happened. I had a workshop with another artist. I do now collaborate with another artist. Uh, 
um, so uh, I remember when there is two ladies when they came inside my atelier, they start to tell, talk with another artist more than me. And mm. you, you can feel it with the body language, kind of they, they ignore me, actually. So the thing is what's happened. I like it was like, actually, what's happened, too, is uh, their kids, they didn't want to, to do the workshop. So I start to play with them a game. It was like we had a fruit and vegetable sprints workshop. And I start to ask him about what's their favorite fruit, uh, what we can do. And a little bit, they start come inside uh, more. And they sit on the table and they start to do the workshop with us. So when the lady saw that, she started actually talk with me. So I felt, okay, it's take a time to trust me but it's um yeah it's a sad from the beginning when she is ignore me and she doesn't want to talk with me but it's a great approach to overcome to overcome that problem by just saying you let your work speak for yourself instead of going into that ignorance yeah this is why i'm thinking the value of my workshop and also the different and how i am I believe my experience is different than the other people. Okay. Okay. Um, well, we also always want to have a more positive outlook in this podcast. Mm -hmm. So let's not only talk about the challenges because you have also um, achieved so many successes with your business so far. So what have you accomplished so far and what's your vision for your business? Uh, I did, um, actually, I did like summer activity for the kids. It was a huge event and which was great. Uh, I'm now running a Christmas workshop for the kids and some workshop for adults. So this is, it was uh, great things with this period time with the Corona also time, which a lot of business, they had a lot of problem with that. It's, this is extra challenge. Actually, I have it. But um, the big successful is I'm not, I start not just looking for people to do workshop with me. There is a lot of people now they connect me through Instagram to ask me to do workshop with them. So that's amazing, actually. So that's mean, okay, I'm in the right way or um, really I start to build that trust between me and my customer, also my, with another companies too. Yeah, that's always the greatest sign of success once people start reaching out to you and ask you for collaboration. Yeah. That's when you know you're on the right track. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and the thing is, like, it's, let's, see, let's say um, I, ha I, I try to make the goal of my business two-faced. It's now is more about building trust, marketing, and... Uh, I always believe in art is every day you learn something new. Also learning a process that I want after five years to, I want to be B2B. I want teach teacher at school so they can do that. Teach another artist, they can do it in different places. Um, I want to go in different countries also to, to, to educate the people about very important, the environment and sustainability and natural diet. 
So this is the huge dream. I want to have it. That's the huge vision. Yeah. Spread, spread the word. We yeah. need more sustainable materials. Exactly. Work. All right. And what... Um, I just thought of this question, but it, it yeah. really interests me um, because we also talked about children and the way they work. Mm -hmm. So what is your favorite thing while working together with children in a workshop? Mm. Oh, it's actually a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can say first, they are so amazing and creative more than anyone they surprise you how much they are, they do, they design amazing things. So when I see what they are doing, sometimes I explain to them uh, what we will do and suddenly I find them they do something also else, but in an amazing way. So it's, they give me a lot of positive energy for that. Um, and... Um, You don't need actually to think about what you need to talk with them. Like, I mean, like with adults, you need sometimes when you meet someone new, you need to think about each word to when you talk with them. With the kids, you just you be yourself. So with kids is a lot easier to build. Exactly. Trust. And, and actually, uh, there is one thing that happened once. I, I, my Dutch is still, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, when I do with uh, youth workshops, so they start to like make a laugh and joke about my accent. And then <laughs> when then I make, I go them further with this joke about myself. And then we came in the end like, oh God, and we start working. So it's really easy to, to connect with them and build a trust yeah. between you and them. Indeed. And kind of be on, on their level and talk eye to eye. Yeah, exactly. Not be afraid of making a joke once in a while. No, no at all. It's with the, with the adults, you need, to, uh, you need to be careful about your behavior sometimes, what you are doing. With the kids, just, you be, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Yeah. And on that note... I say thank you. Um, we have made it to the end of our podcast episode. Thank you so much, Rua, thank for you being for you. here today and telling us about your business. To all of our listeners, if Rua's business made you interested, I will link both her Instagram channel and her website in the show notes and you can check it out. And then Rua all the luck in the world with Thank your you. Christmas workshops. <laughs> Thanks a lot. And we'll talk soon. Yeah, sure. Have a lovely day. And for you all, too. And all of you too. Okay. Bye. Bye.